Welcome back to a short edition of the G-Funk Junkies podcast, coming at you with another five minutes of G-Funk, where I summarize my favorite albums in five minutes or so. For longer and detailed summaries, peep the G-Funk Junkies channel, where I will go more in-depth in the near future. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel, Instagram, and or Spotify, Apple, iTunes, wherever you like to listen to us. So without further ado, let's get into it. If you didn't already know, Little Rob's crazy life takes its namesake from the Chicano street life. This was recorded between the years of 1992 and 1996 with Little Rob having recorded songs at different stages of his life, some as young as age 16. First tape came out in 92 when I was 16. Um, and I was over the 9619, the Mexican Gangster. And then uh, after that, I recorded a couple more songs and it was uh, uh, Do My Thing and Soy Chingon. I did those when I was uh, 17. And then um, I got shot in the face when I was 18, just this whole little thing going on and I put out Crazy Life. The album is comprised of his first slew of singles with additional songs to complete a total of 15 tracks. There's been three pressings of this, originally released in 1996 under Brown Crowd Records with the 15 tracks that I mentioned, which included the original version of The Mexican Gangster Part 2 featuring Hazel Eyes on the hook. This album had the OG cover where Little Rob is posted at the park without anything overlaid on the cover. Familia Records then re-released the album in 1997 without the aforementioned song, but this one had the San Diego Placaso in Old English overlaid on the cover, which I wasn't a fan of, by the way. Several years later, Royalty put this through his label, Low Profile Records, and added two additional tracks. This one has Little Rob posted against a wall or a pillar bearing the name of his barrio, Eden Gardens. I actually own a copy of the first two pressings. This was produced entirely by the one and only DJ Sir Crown, a white boy from the city of Oceanside. And we ended up going to uh, Oceanside. Uh, we met this dude, cool ass white dude man, uh, Brock Cunningham. His name was Sir Crown, he was the producer. Mm -hmm. Allmusic.com doesn't have a review for this particular album. However, they do have user ratings, which gave it a three and a half stars out of five. Here's my thoughts on this album. Much like Little One's debut, this has aged like fine wine. I've come to realize that the more I listen to the album, the more I like it. And it's funny because when I originally heard this, I wasn't really feeling it all that much. But over the last 17 years, this has really grown on me especially with the length of the album being at 62 minutes, it's actually a really enjoyable listen. There's really no filler, it's all quality stuff here. On my rating system, whereby I divide the number of songs I like by the number of overall tracks, this gets a classic status, definitely my favorite Little Rob album. DJ Sir Crown blends our beloved oldies with hard-hitting 808s and it makes for a really enjoyable experience. Hey, now what's the downside well what i thought was missing was the single cruising with the group
that would have been a great addition and a great way to wrap this up. If I had to narrow it down, some of my favorite songs are Jump in the Ride, where Little Rob does the vocoder. If You Should Lose Me. And Oh What a Night in the 619. Now this album, I really want to do a thorough review on and explore all the samples, so stay tuned perritos because that's coming soon. Or you can read my written review on califarap.net. I hope you enjoy this segment of 5 Minutes of G-Funk, and like I always say, just chill, chill to the, the next, next episode. episode. Boom. Boom.